the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Overnight and cleaned. Sensible business talk for the corner office CEO and the blue collar worker. This is the Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. White House says most Republican governors are doing the right thing when it comes to combating the virus. Greg Clugston reports. President Biden and his team have been vocal in their criticism of GOP governors in Florida and Texas for preventing certain COVID-19 restrictions. But White House spokeswoman Jen Psaki says... The vast majority of governors, Republican governors, are doing exactly the right thing. They're putting public health, they're putting policies first. She singled out three Republican governors, Arkansas's Asa Hutchinson, Maryland's Larry Hogan, and Massachusetts' Charlie Baker. Greg Clugston... Washington. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis responding to White House criticism. He said Joe Biden suggests if you don't do lockdown policies, you should get out of the way. Let me tell you, if you're coming after the rights of parents in my state, I'm standing in your way. This is SRN News. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots, Arby's Computer Service. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
Is it his time? Yes! Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening on a beautiful summer day. Hope you're able to get outside and enjoy it. Uh, joining us now on the line, uh, Jake Ward, who is the president of the Connected Commerce Council, or 3C, as, uh, which is a lot easier for me, Jake. So if I use that abbreviation, I hope you don't mind. Um, but uh, I, I'm very pleased to have you here today. Good morning. It's a pleasure. Don't worry about it. I use it as well. It's a, it's a mouthful to say the whole Connected Commerce Council <laughs> branding. Yeah, yeah. It'd be it'd be quite quite a quite a challenge. So so Jake, uh, we got introduced by a mutual friend and uh, sent me a, a press release you put out uh, last month uh, taking dead aim on uh, some of the antitrust proposals that are coming out of Washington at this time. Jake, uh, before we get to the specifics of those particular pro- proposals, tell people first what it is that you do and the group that you're representing with 3C. Sure. The Connecticut Commerce Council is a nonprofit, nonpartisan trade association for small businesses. We are we are the voice in Washington for, I guess, 17,000 uh, American small businesses to date uh, on issues like antitrust and taxes and access to resource and privacy. And our specialty is uh, digital empowerment, and, which is sort of a fancy w- way of saying that small businesses use technology to compete in the global world, and we want them to have more of it. We want them to have it for less money, more access, fewer strings attached, and more of a free enterprise worldview. So, so Jake, if I, if taking what you just said, if I was going to ask one of your seventeen thousand members uh, for their opinion or attitude and interaction with Amazon, what do you think I would hear from them? Well, for the for those seventeen thousand small businesses, the portion of them that are sellers are retailers rather than sort of services or different types of products, they would tell you that having an online marketplace, whether it be Amazon or Etsy or Shopify, is what enables them to fast track their access to customers. For everybody else, they'd say it's a great place to buy everything. There is no question that we uh, have a slightly different worldview today than we did 18 months ago as consumers and as small businesses because we saw what happened when the world shut down from a physical standpoint and became more virtual, where we had to do our shopping online, where we had to purchase goods and services online, where we had to work online. And there's our research. We've put out a couple of reports in the last year looking at, you know, how did this happen? Where do we go from here? And then the recovery, the building blocks of the recovery, which we believe is going to be driven by small businesses, and ask that very question – what do you need? And they would say, 
more, better, cheaper access to marketplaces, to tools, to services. The more I can get, the better choices I can make. Okay, good. That's that. That's really, I think, some level setting. So when you're talking about, uh, uh, and, and I'm just picking on Amazon for a second, and I could, we could do this very same, we could do this very same thing with, with any of the other ones that with Google, or we could, and I'm, I'm interested in, in maybe your, your views, what a small business thinks about Facebook and the ability to advertise through Facebook. But you're viewing them as a as, as a way in which you gain access. People will say yes, but you pay for that access in your reaction, you know, and you pay quite a bit for your, that access because they're a monopoly, right? And and what would your what would your membership say to someone who tried to make that point? It, they're not a no- monopoly. If we're talking about Amazon specifically, I just named three other platforms that provide direct competition to them. Right. But it's also not it's not commoditized. It's not single service. You can use all three of those platforms I just named. Right. It isn't right. a monopoly. It isn't forcing. It isn't a mechanism that reduces choice. In fact, we are living in a golden age of capitalist choice. Amazon isn't a public utility. Right. It's not it's not supposed to be free. It's supposed to create opportunity as where it can provide a marketplace to third-party sellers. But more importantly, it's a place where you and I can go buy things, right? where we can compare prices and quality and service. I tell you, and I think small businesses, I'm, many of my small businesses would agree with this. I tell you exactly what I told the antitrust subcommittee, which is in any community of any size, Anywhere in this country, the free market sorts out the top three winners of any product. If I ask you where where the biggest furniture store is in your hometown, where the highest quality furniture is sold, and where the cheapest furniture is sold, you can answer that question for me in two minutes. Because that's how markets sort themselves. It's, It's the way it's always been, the way it will always be, unless the federal government is picking winners and losers. And then we should just stop calling it capitalism. Okay, good. All right. Well, all right. So now we so we've set that level. And by the way, I I want to recognize that not not all of uh, the 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 Connected Commerce Council is are are small shops do, uh, retailing and doing uh, business to consumer works. Many of them are probably business to business, right? And I, I'm not sure what yeah, the percentages are. It's just yeah. I just want. I just thought that was the easiest way to to get to that to that point in a way. I think I think our listeners will understand, Jake. So thank thank you for entertaining the question, even though I I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to give short shrift to uh, uh, many of your members, maybe the majority of your members that maybe aren't in that space where they're doing where they're do where they're doing uh, direct to consumer marketing. Um, so if you don't mind, go ahead. Could I just just let me for full transparency, as you're going to, as you're undoubtedly going to hear, there are businesses that claim that companies like Amazon, Target, Walmart, other online retailers are private labeling and hurting their bottom line. And that is, that is frankly, one of the central tenets of some of the bill's backers, Congressman Buck from Colorado, have said, I heard from small businesses that say that Amazon is bad for them, to which I asked Congressman Buck, could you point them out for me so I could have a quick conversation with them? Because 
the people paying the difference when Amazon competes, when private labels compete, when Tylenol gets a private label competition in your local grocery store, the people that benefit are consumers. That's how it's supposed to work. Amazon doesn't do it more than Walmart or Target. In fact, it does it significantly less. It doesn't do it more or less than CVS or Walgreens. It does it significantly less. The difference is it does it at scale because it's an online platform, which is the other reason that it's so great for online sellers. Okay, so I, I wasn't going to necessarily go down this road, but since you brought this up, I kind of have to go. I have to go here. Um, I pulled up a, a story about uh, Lena Khan, who's now uh, the appointee uh, for the FTC under President Biden, right? And sure. she's like, she's like the, the 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 subtitle of this piece was the anti Amazon wrath of Khan. It's just, I mean, she is clearly an anti Amazon person. The best case that she has, may, and I don't know that this company is in is a member of the of your of three C or not, but if you think about it, I, and I'm not even sure I'm pronouncing their name right, but Quidzy yep. is a company that sold diapers on Amazon Mom, and so what happened was um, uh, they became less generous uh, after setting up Amazon Mom. They became less generous, and I think, am I right, that Amazon actually created a private label competition to Quidzy? Um, uh, I and, believe that's right. Yeah. But in the story, it turns out that it wasn't so – Quitsy uh, was, was basically, you know, was on Amazon Mom and getting this big discount to be there because Amazon was trying to promote this marketplace to help sell baby goods. Uh, and I've got grandkids, so I'm, I'm interested in making sure that my children and, uh, and my nieces and nephews have access to cheap goods uh, for their children, right? Uh, but – I think I, I mean I think it's interesting interesting to find out Amazon Mom still pays a discount to e-tailers, uh, small businesses like Quidzy. They just happen to make them less generous than they used to be. So even I, the companies that are complaining seem not yeah. to be in that bad a shape. <laughs> I have a four month old. I have three kids. I have a four month old. Any money we can save on diapers sounds good to me. The value provided to consumers when you create choice, when you create pricing stratification, is, is tangible. We can see it. It's right there in front of us. What these businesses are saying, and first of all, it's never been easier to start and run and succeed as a small business in the United States than it is today. Right? You can reach customers anywhere in the world, Facebook advertising, Google advertising. You can create marketplaces through Shopify and Amazon. You can run it with QuickBooks and back-end stuff for two or $300 a month. You can compete with the largest companies in the world on quality, on service, and on price. That's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. I, yeah. So we agree on that. Now, now we, we agree on that. I mean, heck, I, I, don't think, I don't think our mutual friend would have introduced us if he didn't know that I would agree with you on this. <laughs> so so uh, let's let's start with that. But I, I mean, my my point here is you're providing choice. It's not only there's been a provision of choice, but even those companies that are interacting with Amazon are saying, yeah, maybe getting competed with isn't so good, but I'm providing better service. 
And Amazon still has an interest in having other people list on, on their website. So they still provide some kind of discounting to someone that's willing to exclusively sell their product through Amazon Mom or something like that. So that's exactly right. I, 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 the worst case yeah, scenario. So I just don't. Bad. Yeah, I mean, it just it, yeah. You you. All right. I used to get. A, I mean, I used to get a dollar's worth of ice cream for ten cents. I'm now getting a dollar's worth of ice cream for a quarter. Okay, I'm not as good off, well off as I was before, but I'm still getting four times the value for my quarter. So I, I, I think it's all right. So let me, let me, Jake, let me take a break here. When we come back, I want to get to the testimony, you know, and your, your attempt to talk to Congress about the antitrust bills that are going through right now. Jake Ward from the Connected Commerce Council with us here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. over zany sound effect we were gonna write something flashy about streaming us at radio.com but considering how easy it is to do we'll keep it simple too listen to the biz 1440 on the free radio.com app we're here with another satisfied jtr roofing customer what did your home need we needed an exteriors update we needed roofing siding um, entry doors and our storm doors replaced Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. 
The few. The proud. The Marines. Welcome back. King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. We're visiting with Jake Ward of the Connected Commerce Council, talking about competition, talking about antitrust. Jake, um, I'll tell you what sold me on uh, having you on, besides the fact that we have a mutual friend who I probably would just do just about anything for anyway, because he's such a good guy. But um, in the statement, and I've tweeted the statement uh, to our listeners using our hashtag pound KBRS here on the show. Um, uh, you actually name names, uh, not the names of the people who are producing the bills, but who you think is behind these bills. I'm going to give you a chance rather than read, read your, uh, your press release. I'm going to give you a chance to do it yourself. Um, when we see these battles over antitrust, what do, what, what do you think is really going on underneath the surface here? I'm sorry, King. I lost you there for a second. Um, I was I was trying to say that the uh, I don't like the framing of this conversation as a billionaires versus billionaires, companies versus companies, because it, ultimately it's the small businesses and consumers that pay the price when antitrust goes awry. But I'll tell you right now that most of these fights are spurred by companies like News Corp who are angry with Google and Facebook over copyright issues, over advertising revenue, over the shifting media market that they missed 25 years ago. Google is still in a death fight with Oracle on any number of issues. The, the small town uh, stores are not the ones complaining about Amazon. It's Walmart and Target, right? These are very large companies targeting each other uh, in ways that hurt consumers. And I'm fine with public companies duking out on Wall Street or, or having conversations even in the press. But when you start getting the federal government involved and you start trying to legislate winners and losers in an open market, it's not good for my members. And ultimately, it's not good for our economy. So is this actually uh, but I mean, so what you're saying is is you're kind of caught in a crossfire in a of a battle that's happening between two very well-funded groups in um uh, your members are caught in, a, in in the crossfire in a battle between very well-funded very large companies and 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 and, and yeah i mean you're 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 caught in the middle of this but what so what do we if we don't call them out and say here's why that's happening um what what do we do because certainly some of your members or some people like your members are going to be used as um demonstrations as anecdotes for the damages that uh be at Amazon or Google on one side or Oracle or 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 or, or uh, uh, News Corp on the other side are portraying right. I mean, how do you fight? How do you how do you advise your members when they're being approached to say, "Yeah, you got harmed by so and so. You should you should talk to your legislator about that." I think if it's true, they they're welcome to have that conversation. I really do. I mean, I I I am frequently accused, again, full disclosure, of 
using small businesses as a front for Google and Amazon, who are partners of the Connected Commerce Council. And, and my rebuttal to them is small businesses don't have a voice in these conversations. They don't have a seat at the table. And if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Small businesses don't have the money. They don't have the time. They don't have the ability to, to lobby and advocate and educate on their own. They need somebody who can stand up for them. I'm the son of a house painter and a nurse from northern Maine. And I'm not from Silicon Valley. I'm here fighting for small businesses. If you're telling me that News Corp has the same values and that's why they're standing up for people that are harmed by online advertising, which is a hilarious sentence to say out loud, then they have an honest, earned place at the table and we should have that conversation and welcome them to it. But the truth is that these antitrust bills, whether it's coming from the left or the right, are politically driven. And I don't mean lowercase p as in everything's a partisan issue these, these days. I mean there is an electorate issue here where Democrats believed that large technology companies didn't do enough to moderate content during the 2016 election, and that's why Donald Trump became president. And Republicans think that they did too much to moderate conversation, and that's why Donald Trump isn't president. And as a result, these members of the House Judiciary Committee have taken up arms against tax using antitrust laws and proposals to weaken them just for companies, Apple, Google, Facebook, and Amazon. That's it. We're writing laws now to regulate four companies, four of America's largest shining cities on a hill companies that are in everybody's 401k, everybody's pocket, and running people's, uh, powering people's businesses throughout the country. That's the state that we have come to from a political standpoint. And if people are going to look at this and say, it's just Oracle fighting Google and, and Facebook and, and News Corp fighting with each other. I'd, I'd ask them to think about the ads they see in Google and on Facebook and on Instagram and how localized they are. And go to Google and Google Plumber right now. Try to find a plumber in your hometown. The value that Google generates for local small businesses and access to their markets cheaply, effectively, and at scale can't be replaced by a 19th century view of advertising and marketing. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's a challenge. I mean, it really is a challenge, Jake. By, by the way, I can't let the comment about uh, Northern Maine go by without mentioning I'm, I'm, I'm the son of a guy that worked in a plastics plant in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, so, nice. so we have we have similar backgrounds. Uh, and 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 by by the way, uh, uh, it's Red Sox Yankees weekend, so I hope you're watching. Um, you know they have a chance to go 19 and 0 this year. Ah, let's do it. Let's do it. I, I actually, no, right? We we lost a game uh, on a game that got called after six innings on. on I think oh, I think right. the, I think the yeah I think the umpire should have let that one go on. I think we could have caught them in the in, in the last three innings. Yeah. I thought they got a cheap right. win. Anyway, so let's call it eighteen and a half rather than nineteen. Uh, exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, we were, uh, but my, I mean. I think you put your finger on a very important point and something I might talk about later, maybe and maybe in a, in a different show. How odd it is to use, you know, antitrust to regulate a company that provides things too cheaply, because the whole theory of monopoly is built on the uh, on basic economic analysis that is, that is, monopolies lead to higher prices, which damage consumers. Your whole argument is these firms might be very big. 
but there's no there. The the harm is maybe to other big companies, but there's not a harm to there's not a harm to the small business person. I, I'd even go one step further and say that there actually isn't harm to other big businesses. That Shopify wouldn't exist without Amazon. Yeah. That the the, the ability to so as you know better than I do, thing that it's consumer harm and market manipulation are the threshold for antitrust law to be applied. Existing law has seen us through a depression, two world wars, handful of recessions, the fourth industrial revolution. It works. It, it broke up Standard Oil, U.S. Steel, took a bite out of the bells, charged Microsoft and got them out of everybody's laptop, drove innovation, gave Apple a seat at the table. It works. We don't need new laws. We're only 20 years into this section of innovation that has already seen the rise and fall of Friendster and MySpace, has already seen Yahoo and AOL pass up on buying Google for $3 million. But the ability for companies to scale and grow and drive value, which then generates revenue for everybody else in the marketplace, that's conservative view of the economy, right? Like that's how we are supposed to look at capitalism. And instead, we want the federal government picking winners and losers to the detriment of every participant in that economy for some sort of conceptual next person, next company. I promise you, they're coming. They're coming very quickly. Yeah. Uh, so, Jake, we have just about a minute left. Um, uh, do you see any – what's your prognosis on, on these bills? I mean, I haven't even talked about uh, President Biden's executive order, which, which we could talk about. But, but what's your prognosis on these bills? Uh, it, it, do any of them stand a chance of seeing the light of day, uh, of being, on, being voted on? Yes. Uh, short answer is yes. Longer answer is not in their current form. Right. Anytime legislation gets pushed this fast by people that don't have a full grasp of the issue, what you get are garbage bills. And that's what this is. That's why they haven't come to the floor yet. That's why we won't see them until at least September. David Cicilline, the chairman of the antitrust subcommittee, has been working on this for over 18 months. He still hasn't figured out how to write legislation that accomplishes the goal that he's aiming for. That's because the goal he's aiming for is to require American businesses to do things that are not in their best interest or the best interest of their shareholders or their customers. And that's pretty antithetical to everything that we've built this system on. I I fully agree. Hey, Jake, I thank you so much. Uh, uh, Go Red Sox. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. I think I I, I really like the work that uh, the Connected Commerce Council is doing. And I, 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 I wish you the best of luck. Thanks, King. I really appreciate it. Go Sox. Okay. Okay. Go Sox. Uh, We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. 
If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Hey, this is Tim O from the Kingdom Builders Roofers. We get a lot of calls from folks that have an insurance claim for damage to the roof and gutters. Insurance claim paperwork can be confusing and overwhelming at times. Some people have even thought that that initial check they get from the insurance company is all that they have to work with for the repairs. That's not always the case. We work with insurance companies all the time and often have to be an advocate for our customers with the big insurance companies. We're happy to help out in this area and take the time to walk you through all the paperwork. Sometimes homeowners that have a damage claim in hand and then try to find the lowest bid on the repairs are actually sacrificing critical value available to them through their own claim. If you want an honest and clear review of your claim or a no-pressure inspection of your roofer gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find us on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. I want to thank uh, Jake Ward for being with us today. That was a, that was a good half hour. Um, and it brings up uh, a, few, a few things. I mean, this was an argument that I think was made um, that Jake makes, which is... Which is and... And the fact that small businesses are probably better able to work and gain a, a market share and attention because of being able to put things on Google and Facebook. Um, consumers are able to receive more things as a result of uh, a result of having access to the internet. I've talked repeatedly on this show about the fact that uh, during the pandemic, we, for a while, 
used uh, the gig economy uh, to um, to uh, pay uh, somebody to go buy our goods using a using a platform called Instacart. Um, paid them a per trip fee, Instacart a per trip fee, and finally they they made an offer. Wanting to lock in your your willingness to do this, they Instacart said basically, you can pay us a flat fee and then use use Instacart all you want, which we thought was great because for us, just as a pair, just as a couple, uh, we wanted to make sure that we were able to divide how much money were we sending to Instacart versus how much money we were sending to the to the person driving our goods, and it, it wasn't just college kids from over here at the university we we met i'm it was very very beautiful to see that a mom and daughter had gone out during the pandemic i mean this would have been last winter a mom and daughter daughter i think a teen or a tween um bringing groceries together and delivering those goods to us and i thought that's beautiful that's a great lesson i my only regret is i couldn't figure out how to make sure that she was my Instacart shopper all the time because it's like, I want to promote this. I want to do that. But I really felt like I wanted to do all of it. But someone said, yes, but you're also giving money to Instacart. And they're also reducing the amount of money that uh, the store you're buying from is getting. They're extracting a, they're extracting money from that store. And I was like, yeah, but maybe I don't shop at that store except for Instacart. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't spend as much time in there, and maybe I buy fewer goods as a result. And maybe because I'm just paying one time for Instacart, I'm shopping for more goods out of that one store than I might otherwise. Maybe I would buy the some things I want out of that one store, and then go to a, go to a local convenience store to do a quick in and out in sixty seconds to replace. Uh, the half and half and loaf of bread that I finished up yesterday uh, and something like that. There's benefit going all around. I, I, I didn't particularly love this book, but I thought it was really thought-provoking uh, by Matthew Crawford uh, called Wild, Why We Drive. Uh, uh, it's, about, it's about driving on the open road, and it actually is in some sense a... a, a uh, uh, not an attack, I would say, but a but a um, meditation on the the automatic world, the instantaneous information world that we have. Uh, and I I I'll tweet it to you in the form of a podcast that Russ Roberts did with him back in January of this year. So he must have been out, and, and the book book was written and um, spent some time talking about the fact that. Maybe what bothers us and why why the Amazons and Googles and so forth are so troubling is that it is not got anything to do with price, but the fact of how they make use of our information. And I know someone's going to probably tweet at me that uh, I should watch the social network. I have. In fact, I've watched it twice, and I I think it's... I think it's a point, a, a well-presented point of view of the world. I think it leaves out as much as it puts in. Um, I, I clearly, it's a document documentary. It's supposed to be kind of a documentary, kind of a kind of a dramatization. Um, 
I mean, it it's a good it's a good it's a good piece of cinema. But for someone to say this is a documentary, I say mm, I'm not sure I've seen all of the balance that I would want to have in a documentary that I would want to show to people to say here's what's actually happening right now. Um, to me, it's no more or less a documentary than, say, a Dinesh D'Souza film about the history of the Democratic Party, which, which, yeah, I get. Uh, there are pieces where I'm like, yeah, you tell them, you tell them, D'Souza, that that those those rotten guys. But if you if you if you watch, you say, yeah, it's omitting a lot of things too. There's a real point of view in there. Anyway, the Matt Cro- Matthew Crawford's book is about whether or not I should be happy about the fact that Google spends a bunch of money trying to create autonomous cars, uh, Waymo, right? Um, and that my car might, from time to time, tell me, you know, you should pull off the road because you've been driving for for the last 90 to 100 minutes. And, oh, by the way... Your favorite coffee, your favorite type of coffee, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, I don't know, Dunn Brothers store or a Starbucks store or a Caribou store, uh, only two minutes away, would you like directions? And if I press yes, it takes me there. I'm very happy and Google picks up uh, 25 cents uh, for the referral from that coffee shop. That's a lot of power. That's a lot of things that I'm having to think about in terms of do I really want to allow myself to be pushed and prodded and incentivized rather than in Crawford's view being just able to take a drive on the open road and just go where your car wants, just go wherever it is your mind wants to take you. A more reflective life. Yes, I might want that, but I will say there's times when I'm driving, when I want to go meet my daughter someplace in the Twin Cities where it's like, I just need to know where the nearest coffee shop is. And I don't want to, I don't want a chain. I want, I want a place that has decent Yelp reviews and where I know I can get the particular type of uh, coffee drink that I want, that it's on the menu. So I don't search for coffee. I search for the name of that drink. No, I'm not telling you uh, because I don't want you suggesting where I can go get the best, the best of the kind of coffee that I like. Um, uh, just, just know that it's got an Italian name uh, and it's not a common one. Uh, so I, I want that sometimes, and I want to be able to explore it sometimes. My my point being, I'm not sure the I'm not sure the use of antitrust on the Google, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, you know, quadrumvirate, may we call it? I think that's the word. Um, the four-headed, the, the four-headed Hydra, uh, whatever, however you want to express that. I don't know that it's about, it's certainly not about price. But it's about some other level of discomfort for which we're using antitrust, which is a tool that was meant to deal with the fact that, that 
that when monopolies work in their classical 19th century way, they, they, they do so by raising prices and restricting quantity. And so I think it's right for us to sort of, and for people like Jake to say, hey, that's not what antitrust is for. And by the way, when you do that, you are also causing a whole lot of collateral damage to small businesses. And then other small businesses will say, yes, but they're competing with us. When I was in the legislature, I had people I knew, friends. I mean, people I, people I would see two, three times a week while I was getting maybe a cup of coffee from the local chain. And, and I might sit with them for 10 to 15 minutes, see how they're doing, you know, or, or chat about, chat about uh, the Vikings uh, yesterday, if it was a Monday or something like that. Um, and them saying, you know, it's really not fair. And, then, and when I was in the legislature, a big issue was getting these companies to pay sales tax or use tax so that they had to compete on the same playing field with the with this small business owner who had a physical store here in Minnesota. Now, I had my my lack of sympathy for that story at the beginning was simply it would be really really costly for for the people in Jake's organization to manage 50 different ways to get 50 different sets of tax laws and then and then if you're in Minnesota and in some other states there's also local sales tax that you also have to figure out well it turns out technology solved that problem and who developed that technology places like Amazon or eBay or Shopify who take your zip code and know exactly how much sales tax you should be paying and who it could go to and if a if a small e-tailer was selling on that platform, the platform would assess the tax and would be able to make sure that the payment got made. Now, you have to pay for that, but chances are it costs you a lot less. Technology solves that problem. And the lack, and, 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 and I think really at the back of the mind, it's always about if you really want to, if you really want to uh, battle antitrust, you should be promoting laws that lead to greater competition. There is nothing in any of the five bills that Jake's group is fighting that actually increases competition. Does it? In the president's proposal, you've already heard me say there's one thing in the president's proposal in the executive order on competition that I liked, which was fixing occupational licensing because that will increase competition for services for professional services it'll be easier for you to find a barber or a hair braider it'll be easier for you to maybe find an accountant or a pharmacist or maybe even a doctor if we could allow people who had established their credentials in other countries to bring those credentials for evaluation here in the united states without having to be completely re re uh re-licensed uh, uh, and go through the entire process a second time here in the United States. That would be great. And I think, and I applaud the Biden administration for naming that. But there are so many other places where they're taking us in, down the wrong path because of, a because of, and I want to reemphasize what Jake said, a 19th 
using a 19th century law in the Sherman Act to work in a 21st century economy where the problem isn't a matter of price and quantity, but rather a sense of a loss of privacy and individual initiative. And honestly, I, it's my opinion that's what's, that what lies at the heart of this. What do you think? 651-289-4477. 651-289-4477. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Runners to your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. One hit. Way to go, girl. At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across Minnesota every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand, and it's all free? Visit My 3 Quotes online. That's My 3 Quotes. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Get that Black Shack attack. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to the Biz 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide.
Welcome back. King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Last segment today. Glad to have you here uh, for a little bit longer. Uh, looks like the sun's shining outside. I still have to just completely close the shades in here to keep the room at all comfortable. Uh, but at least they've decided that I can have air conditioning until about 1115 uh, then I bug out of here anyway, uh, because it gets hot in a hurry. Uh, again, if you have any questions, uh, 651-289-4477, I just tweeted to you at pound KBRS, uh, the link to that Matthew Crawford piece. It's worth thinking about. Why do we have this, the attitudes we have? I think really in our, our world with, uh, sh- more sharply polarized opinions, um, that you are observing uh, real desire. I, mean, I was listening to a podcast with Patrick Ruffini. Back in my AM 1280 days, I think we had Ruffini on once, maybe twice even. Uh, he's a pollster, and he's been doing this research on, on sort of looking at uh, where people's political views are and placing them in a, in a band, uh, band uh, between liberal and conservative on rather than economic and social, it's economic and cultural and defines culture in an interesting way. And when you do it that way, you have people who are culturally conservative but economically liberal um, as opposed to having, I mean, you still have that dominant piece where there's a group that is both economic and politic, economically and culturally conservative. Uh, you have a group that is both economically and and culturally liberal. And I would say the first group constitutes sort of the traditional Republican party. The second group constitutes the traditional democratic party. And then the off diagonals, you've got two, one, which is economically, economically, uh, economically conservative, but culturally rather liberal. And that's the libertarian group. And I'm, I, as a younger man, I would have been in that group, and, and, and it's the smallest of the group. According to uh, uh, Ruffini's poll work, there's only about 6% of the electorate that lives in that world. And that would have been me 25 years ago. I've probably gotten a little more culturally conservative, but I haven't gone hard to the conservative camp as some folks do. Um, I have some views that we don't need to get into that probably would still cons- make me culturally quite liberal. But then you have that other side, which is culturally quite conservative, but economically quite liberal. And I think this is the issue. Where, this is the point where the antitrust piece lives in the um, in the in the in the piece that Jake uh, wrote. He characterizes by the name of three people, including Amy Klobuchar. David Cicilline, Cicilline is the head of the, of, the, of the House Antitrust Committee. Klobuchar chairs the Senate Committee, Antitrust Committee. And then the other one is Ken Buck, who's from Colorado, a, a representative and a Republican. But <clears throat> part of that group, which is culturally conservative, but economically, I think, at least on this view, fairly liberal. And this is where I think uh, much of the populist movement has, has gone to is that it has lost its economic, it, it has trended away from the traditional economic group, the traditional Republican group on economic issues while maintaining cultural, that cultural uh, um, 
conservatism and picking up in the process a group of uh, a, 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 another group out there that probably would have voted Democrat, but who are Democrats who are culturally conservative. And there are certainly a number of them. And I think of uh, northern Minnesota as being one such place. Um, I think the antitrust issue is one of those issues that's sort of cross-cutting insofar as everybody sees a little bit something there because cultural conservatives look at look at Facebook and and Twitter and say how awful um and and economic liberals look at Facebook and Twitter and say how powerful and the both of them combine to say hey we don't like that we should probably do something about that and i think this is a dangerous moment because if you start using antitrust for something for 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 this You've really changed about 125 years of history, and I think it's not for the benefit of this country for reasons I hope you've heard today. Uh, so I am very glad to have had a chance to talk antitrust for an hour with you. I want to thank Jake Ward once more for joining us uh, as well, and thank you, Sean, for your work behind the board. And we will be back next week with another episode of the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member and of And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air proud Force. to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. 
I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable holidays. Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair. 